everybody? My name is Out of Sight, and welcome to the Layup Line Podcast. We talk hoops and play dope music. The beat in the background provided by Sixth Sense. Today we are joined by my frequent collaborators, Dre Bond, Ant Brent, and Sixth Sense. We break the show down in four 12-minute segments like quarters and play music in between quarters. So without further ado, welcome to the layup line. We'll start the show with a little pre-game music. Thanks for listening. Thinking of how I feel well Shit And how I'm living now Is what I'm getting out of it And now 
always says you gotta keep your mind lit So I started putting shit together before I'm dearly departed Who are you? The best of the best, only a few Standing on the top of the world, dog, peeping the view What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Layup Line. My name is Out of Sight. I am here with Dre Bond. What up, what up, what up? And Brett. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes. And six cents. Turkey bacon in your spinach. Yes, get your health on. And, of course, the Layup Line is a podcast that talks basketball, life, music. But really, you know, we talk hoops and we play dope music. And uh, we missed last week. Just because of uh, schedule, I was in Austin, Texas, and I was way too hungover. And inebriated. Getting that brisket. Getting that Terry Black's brisket. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, Austin, Texas, by the way. Holy shit, amazing city. One of my yeah. favorite cities, man. And you, you know what's amazing is that there's this, there's this new block uh, that I, we never got to hang out on. <laughs> it's it's called Ra- Rainy Street. Yep, yep, yep. Rainy yep. Street. Yeah, exactly. So Shit is I, crazy. It's awesome. And it's like more our speed. It's not dirty six, you know? So <laughs> That's <laughs> what all the locals call it, dirty six. All the locals call it dirty six. That's crazy. <laughs> so, well, so, yeah, so uh, welcome back, everybody. And it's been a um, – we love to talk NBA in the show, and it's been a very eventful time in the NBA. Saturday night. We got to watch the Thunder vs. the Warriors. I feel very lucky to, lucky to be a part of that game. I was, My song, The Boogie, was, of course, the intro to the ABC Saturday Night Primetime Game. <laughs> Thunder vs. the Warriors. Steph Curry creating his legendary performance. Another one. I don't know. Takes from time. the games. How do you guys like the game? Anything you could take away from it? Let me know. Holla. I mean, I mean, you're part of history now. You're part of one of the best games in NBA history. Man. Yeah, hopefully when they show it on NBA TV, <laughs> they'll show the intro too. But probably the intro won't make it, but the game will be there. Of course. I mean, Steph, I mean, Steph Curry basically to me proved that he needs to be in the LeBron Mike conversation now. Like, let's Woo! stop. Let's stop. Like, the stuff he's doing, no one is doing. I mean, no one. Mm-hmm. No one is doing like we were saying before when we were talking on tech. Like, you know, you're 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 entering that zone when the older players start hating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, it's that time of the season when like everybody start coming out the woodwork. Like, yeah, ain't that good? Yeah, yeah. You, you need you need those haters. <laughs> Once Oscar Robertson starts coming in, that grouchy dude. I would have I would have guarded him. Who, you can't pick him up a half court? Why not pick him up a half court? I'm like, well, you know, like, I was just like the thing about too with his skill set. What I generation? Well, I'm trying to be too smart there. I said uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to be too smart right there, but not like well through generations, right? Like one of I think like the unequivocal thing about like being a great shooter is that transcends any era, right? Like if you could shoot the rock. Right. No matter if it's like the 30s, 40s, or 50s, you can shoot. You can shoot. Like a lot of the 
the guys they the people have tried to put on a certain pedestal to like be the next great guy. You know, they've not that they're all built on athleticism, but historically, right? Like the left, the next next guys we've always talked about has some form of athleticism. Not saying Steph doesn't have that athleticism, but he has as most as much a fundamental based game we've seen come around in a long time. Just as far as the dribbling, the passing game, and obviously the jump shooting. And the efficiency is probably what's the most scary. I mean, for the, mo- the last five games, dude, last five games Steph played, 40 points a game, two steals, eight dimes, five boards, seven triples, 58% shooting, three, 58% shooting from the two-point area. <laughs> General, like, that's ridiculous. Like, no, you know, shooting you, 60%, dog, 60% almost. You know it's crazy when, when field goals are now referred to as the two-point area. Yeah, the two seven triple doubles. Like no, 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 no oh, seven threes a game. Seven threes oh, a game. Oh, oh, game oh, yeah. Which is a, which is like a would be a franchise oh, record on any other team. Yeah. You know, like yeah, if he's holding seven. all the records. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. And, and but the he's funny tied thing for too. The most in a game, and he's he yeah. That's what I was gonna bring up. The funny part with that graphic, you guys saw it. So it's it's uh, Steph, it's Kobe, and then it's Daniel Marshall. <laughs> And I was like, yo, whoa! I was like, yo, yo shout out to Daniel Marshall yeah, on Twitter. He was like, welcome to the club, young player. Like, <laughs> legends, legends, and a UConn legend. Yeah, Daniel, hey, Daniel Marshall is being a real good sport about it. He's funny on Twitter. No, his Twitter is popping now. Yeah, Steph brought him alive. Like, yeah, he's loving it. I gotta give credit to Van Gundy when Curry hit the three over Stephen Adams, and he goes. Take that, Oscar Robertson. <laughs> he, hit, he hits a three-pointer from 35 feet over a seven-footer. Yeah, man. From a three-point, like he was in like a three-point stance, didn't even dribble from 35 feet, just give him a ball fake and shoots. Like that, I mean, who hits crazy. that shot? Like, that, what that, are you I mean, talking no. about? I was, yo, my mouth was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. What just happened? Like, he just finished the game without nobody even know what happened. Uh, like, that's one of the greatest shots you're going to ever see. I've never seen that like that. Where he just, like, you, don't even, you didn't even see that he was going to pull that. Like, it's been like that, like, well, I think particularly this week. He just went no chill, and I have a theory. Like, after, so after, like, you know, right, right after the All-Star break, you know how Lillard lights it up. Like, who's had an incredible month, by the Shout way, Shout out too, to like. Dame Lillard, just oh, balling. Yeah. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes. He got he got robbed. He should have been an all star. And definitely, you know, I, this is another take for another point. But the Blazers are yeah. fun to watch. Keep going. So, so he go he goes on that fifty plus right, and like you know, there's like oh Lillard's trying to make a statement. I I, I think that kind of gave Steph like okay, I I gotta go in this week. And so he has that game against them. So you think it was the Dame thing? You don't think it was all these comments? I feel like well, he no, just... no, no, no. That's that's always that's 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 obviously extra incentive. But the comments came like right after the Magic game. I, I saw the Heat game. He he was out of control too, man. He was hitting half court threes on Whiteside coming out on him. I go, he's hitting <laughs> he's he did half court threes on with Whiteside in his face. What is Steven Adams? What, what is Andre Roberson and Singler gonna do? Come on, bro. you know like, whose te- you know yeah. whose temperament Steph reminds me of. Hmm. Like Hove. Remember when like Like Hove. What era? What era though? Go ahead. Remember when everybody used to like Hove would be rapping and you you have people that come with subliminal shots and try to get at Hove and Hove would just be like, You won't say nothing, you won't say nothing. Then he'll drop the illest album, and you he'll return, he'll respond to everybody, just right. subliminal, like laughing at you, like dropping 
and that stuff to me. Like, he doesn't say okay. anything. He just dropped, right. like, 50 the next game, and then he okay. just breaks every record. And then he just looks at everybody at the end of the game and, like, yeah, we only Ooh. came out. We came Dre, out Dre, I want to roll with your metaphor, Dre. So if Steph is now Jay-Z, the other player who's normally been compared to Jay-Z, you're now shifting into the Nas role? Is LeBron Nas now if Curry is Jay-Z? Dude, I, said, I know, I know, I mean, I know everybody's the biggest LeBron guy, but I said it last year was like the last peak, like kind of LeBron year you're going to get athletically. Like you can see the decline now. I mean, you got KCP on Detroit stripping him at the you know end of games now, blocking his shots. Like not saying LeBron's done or anything. But in terms of his peak ability to be the most dominant in the game. Oh, LeBron's I mean, tired, man. Come on, man. You fucking like you carried I mean, that team for like three. He's thirty one. He's thirty one. You know, it's a, it's the like man that's, is tired. That's about the time. How many times I mean, did you leave Delva you know, Dover? You know hey man, I mean Mamba was still dropping like you know forty five. Yeah, you know what I got. I got it. That's a different story. But back to Steph though. I mean, you got, you know, look, Steph. Is the best player in the NBA right now, oh, but no. do, best in the but game. Do, but do not get it twisted. twisted. LeBron is yeah. still playing at an incredibly high level. Seriously, he's oh, almost. No, no he's, his defensive metrics have been off the charts. He's having a great defensive year. He's really applied himself on D after a few years of being like LeBron's taking possessions off, and he's carrying that squad. You know the and, new rumor now with Kyrie and shit. Sorry to cut you off. You heard no, go Kyrie ahead. Rumor? No, I didn't. Like, Kyrie, Kyrie is now having a problem with, with Lou. Like, they can't get along. <laughs> oh, did you – Did you? Like, there was a, there was something I, I read, too, about uh, Lou basically said, like, there are times where, yeah, I, I call – LeBron's going to do whatever he wants to do. There's times I call plays and they're just not done. And the, the guy the – I'll, I'll try and find the headline. I try not to be on Wi-Fi too much while we're doing the show because you get that little – Crazy sound. Yeah, because we're on Google Hangout, but it's a. It was really funny because the the beat writer was like, "Imagine if David Blatt said this." Oh yeah, Stephen A. Smith. I've heard for months that Kyrie Irving is unhappy in Cleveland. That's drag. That's a headline happening right yeah. now. Oh, and here's here's what uh, Chris Parker on Twitter says. Lou just admitted that he can't control when LeBron comes and goes from game to game. What would happen if Blatt has said that? Just say it. Whoa. Geez. And, I mean, they said that he was – they said because of the bed bug issues, like players were kind of mad that he – like he literally used that to not play. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. Like kids was mad like a bed bug issue, though. Like you didn't – you skipped a game. You skipped a game because you break couldn't the he have just like, ch- Couldn't he have just but, changed rooms? He's like, Kyrie I'm like, a, yeah, I'm like a bed <laughs> bug issue. You miss a whole game, like an important game, too. If so there were bed bugs in your room and you know, why don't you just be like, I want another room immediately. I'm Kyrie Irving. <laughs> It's a bad job, dog. He missed the game because of that, though. He missed the game because of that. Is someone playing a didgeridoo or something? Didgeridoo? No, it's it's because I got yeah I got got that construction situation. That's that New York City atmosphere. I got got a dude taking like a chainsaw to like some wood in the back. So yeah, I got it. (laughs) New York City atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, it's a bu- it's a buzz effect. But yeah, man, every now everybody's shitting on the Cavs saying it's over because all of this is going on and Steph and uh, the Warriors look so good. So now everybody's like, oh, it's over. And I don't think it's over. I mean, it's, let's wait to the, let's wait to the playoffs. I mean, let's get over. real, man. I mean, it's, it's over. Man. No one. It's over. I don't. 
No one's Let's beating like, the Warriors. What like, no one's talking Cavs. Nobody's talking Thunder anymore. Let's get it. Yo, the it. Thunder have given the Warriors no. all yeah, they can give. Yeah, we talked about and that. It just can't happen. They no, just we can't talked beat about them. that. We talked about Imagine that, that like, a month that ago. That series is gonna be the best series ever, man. Oh, I hope up. so. I hope so. They won't have enough Thunder. gas, bro. The Thunder won't have enough gas. They don't have enough series. gas. Yeah, it Thunder. looks cool. It looks cool in a regular season game, but they might be done in five, dog. That's well, how. It's serious. Through Breaking the Spurs, right? The Thunder got to get through the Spurs first. That probably. probably too, and that's probably oh. a seven-game Spur- action. Spurs are still only three games behind the Warriors. Oh, How sick you. is Pop that? I haven't played anybody you know, in a month, man. The They're Spurs all kind of twisted. That's scary. That's... Man, I mean, f pop for fucking fantasy, man. You don't play anybody. More than, <laughs> more than fifteen minutes. You man. think? Do you stay think away both... from the Spurs? Like you got to stay away from Belichick oh, running backs. God. Just do the Warriors and the Spurs. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> Do you think the Warriors and the Spurs beat the Bulls' record this year? Both of them? No, 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 that's, that's a bold statement. No. I'm, I'm just asking. Warriors and the Spurs? I mean, no. You heard, you heard no. Stephen Jackson, though? You heard Stephen Jackson, though? He why, said, don't we hear, why don't we hear about Stephen Jackson when we come back from oh, this? Our quarter is over. Oh, I feel like we were way over. Uh, just 30 seconds, but no one's okay. ever really keeping time at home, so I just throw the buzzer in whenever I feel Also like. pop if you have court next step. <laughs> Bang. So, right, I gotta get some done. Alright, that was the first quarter. We're flowing infidently. So we will play some music and come right back. Uh this is the layout line.
Welcome back to the Lamb Line, where we flow infinitely. Uh, <laughs> the guys are cracking on me, so I said, we got to let it roll, because you guys need to hear them laughing at me. That's good. Oh, uh, so, yeah, we were just talking, you know, warriors and calves, and, uh, and you had a point about, um, what did Stephen Jackson say? No, they had a... Hold on, by the way, is Stephen Jackson now on a TV show? I think I, I don't know where no, it was. I don't, the jump is he on that? It was something like that. I, he had done a media appearance or something, or maybe it is a show. I'm not sure exactly. It's a good job if ESPN gets that man a microphone because he's gonna say some <laughs> shit. He's, he's solid. He's candid. He's candid. No, say the least. So basically, he said that his warrior squad, which was the Baron, oh, which was right. the Baron Davis squad. He's like, oh, we'll boy. body there up we this Warriors team there and we fucking go. take them down. There yeah. we go. Get the fuck out <laughs> yo, yo, is, that, is that before or after Baron Davis gets subducted by aliens? <laughs> <laughs> yo, somebody call Baron Davis in his fucking house. Make sure he didn't jump out a window. He's making a that, comeback. That comment, He's making a comeback horrible. still. Oh, my and God. He's coming out but... the Woodwards now with these just outrageous just, <laughs> things that just... Makes I don't think. No, sense, though, no right? you guys know that Baron Davis is on record as saying he'd been abducted by aliens from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, no. He said that. He said that. That made and that made the New York Post from the Champs podcast. They're just talking about regular stuff, and then out of the blue, they're like, "Yeah." And so, like, kind of like in Las Vegas, he goes, "Oh yeah, I was abducted by aliens in Las Vegas." I'm done with that guy. That guy's obviously out of his mind if he okay. says that. Yeah. But with the Steven Jackson There's thing, his teammate. Kirk. There's his teammate saying that they'll beat him. I don't think so, buddy. Yeah, Kirk Kerr was actually saying, "Yeah, listen, I was teammates. I want a chip with Steven Jackson. He's out of his damn mind or something like." He, but just jokingly, he said he's a funny dude. Steve you know what? Like, they're they're all. Everyone's gonna throw rocks at the throne. That's a fact, Jack. Yo, could we talk about uh, the Knicks uh, guy uh, talking out his face? Who Phil? is Phil? Uh oh. Can we talk oh. about why Phil is making comments on Twitter? Phil, we gotta get Phil about off. About another of team that's a winner? Like, we gotta get we gotta get Phil off of Twitter. That's like, a, what is he doing? Phil, Phil basically said that Stephen Curry reminded him of Muhammad Abdul Rauf. No, Mahmoud. Mahmoud Abdul. Mahmoud. He was in a prior life, you know, when he started. It wasn't Muhammad Abdul Rauf. No, it was Mahmoud. And then he would, but he was prior in a prior Chris life. Jackson. Chris Jackson. 
Come on. I'm, I'm I'm old enough to remember that dude. Yeah, we we're old enough to know that shit. Nah, nah, B, nah, B. No. He's not even. He's not even the tenth best player from that draft class. Yeah, Raouf Ra- reminded me like he was on some like John Starks bullshit. Like, <laughs> he was on Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean Steph Curry led yeah. a team to a championship and now they're like Yo, why are everyone so damn salty that they're about to break this Bulls I don't, I don't record? I get it, dog. Like, oh, I don't get why God. everyone is so, like, unstepped right Cause now. Like, I, I, no, I kept texting you guys because it was so unexpected. It, w- it went from, like, two years ago, like, they were a nice up-and-coming team, and now they're just Because nobody called it. Because nobody called it. Like, That's the thing. Yeah. No, somebody won't credit Everybody them, hates it when they don't see it coming. When they, can't pre- when they didn't predict it, they hate it. They of course, predict. but nobody predicted it, and it came out of nowhere. And not everybody's like, yeah, and they can't get that. paid off, and they can't, which means they can't get paid off it too, because they didn't predict it. So they exactly. Like, <laughs> now everybody wants to jump in and give their own opinion because they, they like, had no idea that Steph would be this good. No one did. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's, a, it's a shame like, what happened to Dan And you know what it is? All these old timers too. They want their generation to be known as the best that ever did it. And and every time new people come and change it. And, you know, they feel like they're forgotten about. You know what I mean? And this has happened repeatedly. You see it with, with hip-hop, too. Future. It's always been the Ooh. same thing. It's always Ooh. been. Nah, but Ooh. back in my day, back in my day. <laughs> Yo, they were well, homie, this is my day. day. You know what I mean? They were playing that Kanye line on ESPN today. They should. Uh, because that's, that's how it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm I'm curious what Oscar was saying about Magic and Larry when they were out there balling in the '80s. Oh, these guys can't do it. This, that, and the fourth. Yeah, all right. You know, shouts but, to shouts to Magic for giving props instead of being a salty. Honestly, somebody. Like, but what, what you know? What does Magic gotta care about? I mean, that's insane. Magic knows he he was kind of one of the trendsetters for that style too. So, uh, he's probably he has no reason to hate man. All these other guys are so so damn bitter about. That's salty. And speaking of salty, why don't we just bring this up? I got a great oh, segue. Go ahead. Bring Let's talk about salt. speaking of salt. Uh, yesterday the Heat and the Knicks played. Um, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. It was either. a Sunday night I, game. I don't even pay attention. It was a Sunday night game, and the first quarter we found uh, a bunch of fans chanting "Let's go Heat" in the garden. That happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was there. That, that really happened, and it was pretty loud. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's got it's bad. Uh, but Amari, really, he had me. They interviewed him before the game, and this dude, Amari, just he he was as candid as you're gonna get about. And they were talking about Lynn Sanity, and this dude, uh, he just was breaking it down, and he was saying what we all already knew, but. <clears throat> You got to hear, he goes, a lot of times you got to enjoy someone's success. This is talking about Lynn Sanity. And that wasn't the case for us during that stretch. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, the greatest, like the happiest moment besides the winning season uh, in in Nick's time, um, dudes were straight up not feeling your boy Jeremy Lynn. Well, Amari, that's some corny shit to bring it up right now though like but everybody already I, knew that though like, i mean bring everybody it up, knew. bring it up when it's right. happening be a man about it like don't but he do, was 
Nobody ever said it. You know what I mean? I mean, yo, no, Lynn didn't even stay. They didn't even re-sign him. Like, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother story. Like, now you throw a saw in the womb. Okay? Here, here's his exact quote. This is good. If he stayed, it would have been cool. But everyone wasn't a fan of him being the new star, so he didn't. Stay but Jeremy was a great, great guy, a great teammate. He put in the work, and we were proud of him to have his moment. A lot of times, you got to enjoy someone's success, and that wasn't the case for us during that stretch. <laughs> Can you imagine the salt right there? Your boy was going off. Let ch completely change the the culture of that team for. You know, brother, brother, I, mean, I was oh there, and I was like walking down every street corner in New York City, and they were like, all I have here was like, damn man, Jay Lynn last night, though. Like, like it was, it was like a phenomenon, man. That that was. No, we got that on video when we was on oh. the T Pain tour. One of the yeah. episodes of our tour log was us watching the game, and you were like, oh, you was like, Lynn Sanity is in full effect. Everybody <laughs> was like, everybody was going crazy for it. Though. Like, you have to see every game. But for Mari to come out right now, it's like I don't I don't get it. Like I don't get where that's coming from. Like where's the anger? Where's the kind of saltiness towards Melo coming from now? Like Well, it seems like, you know, Mel we've always heard that Melo was saying that the Yeah, we knew that. The, I mean, the town was wasn't that. big. Well Mari was pro Lynn supposedly because he wanted a point guard centric system so they could keep running the pick and roll and Melo wanted nothing to do with Jeremy Lynn because Melo wants to stand around with the ball. Oh, so the real shit was Amari and Melo probably didn't get along that great. Pretty much. Probably that you too. Know? But nobody knew that though. Like every, they were pretending like I they just, were cool like that. I just, yeah, and I found it really funny that like they were talking about Lin Sanity yesterday and Amari's just like, yeah, we were all hating on him. Like what? What are we That's talking about? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, it's ironic too. I read somewhere, I, I I don't know where it was, but something with Parsons, how he had said like, yeah, man, you know, Harden was kind of like not feeling Jay Lynn, but like that was our brother. Everybody fucked with Jay Lynn except Harden. It's like somewhere for some reason Harden like. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. What you no, say? no, you can tell that too. I don't know. <laughs> what is it about Jay Lynn, man? I mean, the, the Jay Lynn banging people's girls. I mean, what he's the a serviceable guy, man. He's like Derek Fisher. It's the Ivy League. It's the Ivy banging people's girls, man. He's a solid 12, three and three with two threes, man. Nice backup point guard. What's the problem? I don't know. Is it the, is it the Ivy League thing? You think? I don't know. No, it's the Asian I, thing, I, man. I think. Well, maybe, but you know, you, you I don't know. I, I think it's more like the guy just became a a phenomenon out of nowhere, and guys got to – I don't know. I, oh, know. the guy got up off his like his sister like couch to make eighty million dollars now, like that's some crazy number. Like nobody expected that, so of course some some basketball player is gonna hate. But like, why? Can you, hate yeah, can why you imagine your own team? You're winning games. You find people yeah. in the garden are cheering, and you're literally sitting there hating. Right? Can you imagine? Yeah, that's crazy. Everybody was enjoying Linsanity except the guys on the team. They right. literally hate. They were hating on him. Can you imagine how whack is that? That's so uh, whack. And then he goes to the Rockets, and they had a pretty good year that year. Like when they lost the Lillard, hit that buzzer beater. Remember? Yeah. The, yeah right. That was like that was a pretty good team. Probably even better than the team that lost last year, the Warriors. Like that. It's a pretty good team. I mean, with Parsons and Lynn and that core. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just don't get it, man. It's just like, it's not like he's like trying to big dog you for like, yo, I'm taking, I'm going for thirty hard and back off. Like, no, he's definitely not, not bad at freaking Calderon. He's still good. 
He's having. He's actually having a solid year, man. It's always back. It's always back to Calderon. It's back to Calderon. Hate that dude, game, man. That dude, game is horrible, dog. I mean, he's in decline, man. He's not like he's an asshole. Decline. Oh, like, you act like he's the worst human being the, on the planet. He was in decline when he got the contract. Yeah, decline. Yeah, well, blame like, that on Phil. Know, That's on Phil, man. That was a Phil anyway. trade. That was another Phil trade. That's on well, Phil. They be, they're killing that trade. Every time I hear the, uh, I hear like NBA on like like Barkley. Oh my God, Barkley murders that trade. Like, yeah, hell the road. Like, who who would make that decision? Like. Probably would have been better to just get a draft pick for Tyson Chandler at the time. Oh my Considering god! Considering that team doesn't have a draft pick, but oh man, Tyson Chandler. That's but so whatever. Shoutouts to Amari for for bringing that up. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just like I'm flabbergasted just, even on that topic. Even, that but you know, I found it funny as a Knicks fan, and I, I find it funny just in general, like as an NBA fan, like the NBA just has a weird. <clears throat> Like hierarchy of like guys, it's a very political behind the scenes from yeah. what I've gathered from guys who work in the game and like players. And you hear, listen to podcasts, and you get to hear different guys. Um, even like, uh, do you know uh, the Zach Lowe podcast last week had that dude? Um, I forget I, his name. Amin. Uh, Amir. Uh, Amir. Yeah. No, I, I listened. Yeah. I listened. I that. That, was, that was a good one. Yeah, and so that guy worked um, within front offices for a while. He worked from he came up as like an intern or a video guy to to working a little bit in personnel. You got to hear what he was talking about and just like what guys get paid, like contracts and like where they come from and all this stuff are all like politics and it's like high school, like straight right. up, like a coach. <clears throat> It's pretty much forced the hand when you got a big money guy who comes in. Like, you can't play a better guy if you have a be- on the bench who's younger. There's all these kind of politics to it and different things. And it's funny to hear it when you're sitting there and you're rooting for this team and you're spending hundreds of dollars and you're, you, you, you block out three hours, three, four times a week to sit there and watch this team and root for this team. And you had one of these memorable moments as a Knicks fan, and there's very few, especially over the past 15 years. And then you're hearing from the guy who was your your star or one of your big stars just talking about how they were all hating on him, and you're just like, this is fucking horrible. Like, what? <laughs> I- yeah, for real. No all right, well, we're, we're at halftime now anyway, so we'll come back and we'll uh, switch up the swagger. Indef- uh, indefinitely. We're flowing infidelity. We're flowing into infidelity. Infidelity. All right, this is the layout line. Let's play a couple of songs and we shall return. Waiting by the phone for you to call my family home. Back when we were grown and our future was unknown In my daddy's home, I had city postal code From day this man has backed me, it's like for me he is biased For me he is biased He treats me like his queen and yes he does right for his highness His highness and I'm not giving it my best I know that we a team and that he got this we bless He's my car above the rest 
Stars is pumping in my chest Days were short, nights were young We take on anyone And greet the moon, meet the sun Playing Star Wars on my PS1 You're my only love, you're the only one You're my bad night, Obi one You're my only love, you're the only one Still got my back like you'll be one He my only love, he the only one You're my back like you'll be one He my only love, he the only one My Obi one Been attacked by all the clones No, I can't do this on my own You bet me from the go, bet from two o double o. And that I've always known, so grateful for how you've grown. Now my savior with the saber, I've been on some other shit. I get Vader, I go hater and move on some cruddiness. But don't take it, get frustrated and make me snap out of it. By my side, it's always him. Helps remind me where I've been. Day is long, night is young So come, play a come I'll let you be controller one Playing Star Wars on my PS1 You're my only love, you're the only one You're my bad guy, Toby one You're my only love, you're the only one Still got my bad guy, Toby one He my only love Welcome back. It's the layup line. Uh, we just spent the past five minutes off the air talking about what we were going to talk about. <laughs> we were talking about, maybe talking about, <laughs> Vinyl, the HBO show. But we all agree that that show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it some time. I'm going to give it some time. I'll make one point about that show real quick. Um, besides the fact that it's poorly written and overacted. Um, is that, you know, a lot of shows, you need six, seven episodes to get into it. So let's give it a, the benefit of the doubt. I didn't see last night, but I've seen the first two. And, you know, listen, just because you got some, like, rock and roll interludes and you throw Martin Scorsese's name on it, don't, that's, that's not, that ain't right to what you're doing to the, to the viewers. <laughs> it's not good. I, no, I just don't. I, I just don't like the the whack cliches, man. Like, it's so bad. I don't need. Dre, did you cliches. see it last night? Did you see yeah, it last night? Dre? I don't need the Warhol cliches. I don't. Yeah, need, man. It's just it's... everything is like very like Warhol and like let's go to this and let's go to that, like all stuff that people would know. And then there's a scene where some dude is mixing like 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 uh um Jane Brown breaks. It's and cool heart. Talking to him and he's like, "What is that? What is?" That? Oh no, yeah, like, that was a bad shot. That no, no. Said, That's the line that the dude said, man. He's like, he's like, "No, nah, let the kid, let, let the kid do his thing. No, nah, keep going, Herc. 
like so forced, dog. Well, that's what happened. Like the way they ended, the way they ended last episode, where he was going to see, um, you know, Grimes, and I saw the address. I'm like, 1520 Sedgwick. He's just gonna run up in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. It's just over the top. This this guy. This guy founded Led Zeppelin, Andy yeah. Warhol, and hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was. This guy walked into all these. Yo, it's like it's like you're walking down the street. Yo, who's that playing playing with a ball in the corner? Yo, that's that's Jimmy. Oh no, that's no, what's Michael, his last name? That's Michael Brown. Jordan. His name his name last name is Brown. James hey, Brown. did you hear I became a, a basketball scout? Here's my first guy, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I like I'm playing the guitar. No, but how that's random Jimmy was that? I just signed him. I feel like oh, I feel like the two the two things with the show is first off all those like musical montages are so oh, terrible. So terrible. Job. And honestly, if the show was just about the label itself and wasn't so ancillary and tertiary with everything yeah, exactly. going around it. Yeah. It would be so much better cuz when they're in the boardrooms and they're in the A and R like that's somewhat like cuz yo, it's a failing record label they're going to try to make it back. Or everything else is just a pure distraction. It and is. Like, the only thing I found funny was the cocaine lasso. In the second episode, when he lassoes the head of A&R over to do a line of coke, that I don't want to give away what last night too was like. You know how random was like the Alice Cooper thing too. Like that, like so forced. Like, 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 Alice Cooper and, and your like, man Super Mensch gets a kind of gets definitely a couple. Oh, of yeah. out uh, Chef Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just too much. It's too much. Like it's too. Best what line last night is Corso, man. though. Corso goes, yeah, and she fucks like a dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the best line. That's the best line. I made sure to listen to the tape. Like, yeah, the guy, so he, he was at, he was, so let's go over. He wanted to sign Zeppelin. He founded Andy Warhol. He, he wanted to sign Alice Cooper. founded hip-hop. He, he founded, founded hip-hop. He founded some blue star. Not only, oh, and then he's going to basically find the next Sex Pistols. Was at the Mercer when it fell down with the New York Dolphins. <laughs> <Dominic Order. laughs> this man, this man is legitimately the most historic man in all of rock and roll. Yeah, he's in everything. He, he's in everything. <laughs> they were just like, "Fuck it, we're gonna make a fake show and make this dude be the most anything that's ever happened in rock." He was in the Buddy Holly plane, but lived. I mean, I don't know what the fuck to say. That's, that's probably next episode. That's Yo, you happen. know, you know, you know. Next episode, he's gonna write Hamilton the play. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this hip hop is amazing. Is Thirty years. Thirty years. Yo, <laughs> well, who's that guy? His Yo, name is Grandmaster. That he finds Jay Z. Last name Flash. Kanye West is born, and he signs a baby. <laughs> Who do you call him, Mr. West? Yeah. I mean. Uh, he just so happened. His office is in the Bronx. His office oh, is in the God. city, but he just so happened to be in the South Bronx. Keep, keep, going, keep going, Herc. South, I heard a record in the South Bronx and had to stop pull the limo. Pull <laughs> over, pull over. Uh, and he's playing like, the dude, Honestly, the dude that DJ playing the most classic race. Yo, that ever, that hurt killed me. Yo, that hurt like, should kill me. Like, I was like, yo, I was thinking the whole time in that hurt scene. I'm like, this better not be hurt because. <laughs> That's exactly. Yo, Rich, 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 do yourself a favor and watch this whole episode. I, I was gonna know. 
We're going to keep watching it now so we can just spend a quarter ripping on it every week. The thing is, no, and I, and I said, and on, a, on, a serious, on a serious note, too, like, and I said this from the start, like, when Terry Winter did Boardwalk, he had these historical figures, but the cool part of it is it was that he let the original characters that he made up actually live their lives rather than constantly running. Yeah, he didn't like, bring Capone and everything. He didn't bring Capone right away. He didn't bring in, you know, all these other random right, bootleggers. Right, right, yeah. It like had its own chronicle, and then and I, by chance they happen to run into these guys. You know, like you don't, exactly. but you don't do it every episode. You do it every like five, exactly. maybe. You know, like that's there's no point. I mean, like Sinatra don't just walk by the boardwalk while while it's yeah, Nucky's like, talking and stuff. Right. It's just right. it's yeah, a loud no. era. It's a loud era already as as just on its own, and now to add in extra loudness, but it, it's, all these but things. it's stopped because yeah, there's so there's so much. History in rock and roll in the 1960s and the 1970s, and there's so much story, and there's so much people know so much about it. Where like with Nucky Thompson, all that stuff, yeah, you know, you true. have to kind of like look back, and you know, people aren't as like well versed in prohibition as they are yeah. in rock and roll history. So I understand what you're saying, but it's forced. It's forced. To me, just, to me, what like Six was saying. Why don't you just tell a story around that time? Like, why do we have to all the extra? Yeah, I agree. Focused on the story. Like, why do I need yeah, the, like the, all the, this the, other... the, the Greenwich, Connecticut ballet troupe thing? Yeah, that was <laughs> that's a bad job, dude. They just don't even need that. Like, why do I need that? That was the only. You know why that's needed? So they can go back to Warhol. That's the only reason they did that. So they can bring and, Warhol and they, back. They do the yeah. building. They make sure to get. A I didn't even realize. Yeah, and I'm just and like. That. I had to, I had to like stop myself because I know he's been in all the episodes, but I literally sat there and go, "What the fuck is Andy Warhol doing in this show?" I <laughs> like I know he's been in every episode, but I'm like, "Wait, no, he's really in this show Get for no fuck. reason, for no reason, <laughs> for no reason." Yeah. I feel bad because like you know they're like over utilizing and therefore under utilizing Olivia Wilde in the series because no, you're right, you're right. like they're they're completely overusing her but in a sense they're just misusing her completely. She's the worst thing she's like she's terrible. She's terrible on the show. Yeah. Oh. And I love Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's great, she's great but it was just bad. It's just not it's a bad it's, job. It's not a good character. She's usually good. I, right. I just, no, the character is the character is completely and it's just not, like they literally have her fighting with Homie about they need to make a Greenwich, Connecticut ballet troupe. What is going on? Like like her whole her whole arc is that like uh, about her lost life of not being with like, Warhol. Yeah, well, yeah, Warhol. Like, yeah, and just the downtown boho type. Right. If you take away the Warhol element, that's a fucking horrible trajectory. You know what I mean? That's a horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's bad. They made they made a great actress a wet blanket. Really. Hundred hundred million dollars, dog. Yeah. Is that how much they spent on that show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about. Oh my god, Feed some children. Get some water to Michigan. Hundred million. million dollars. By the way, I've now watched. I've now watched three episodes of the show. Every billboard that I see in New York City, I still think that's Adrian Grenier on the, <laughs> on the billboard. It does not look. It does not look like uh, Bobby Carnival. No, yeah, at all. No, it was Adrian this Grenier. This show basically is. This show is basically fucking seventies entourage anyway. Yeah, that's much. what it basically becomes. You know, it's like instead of being like it's James Cameron on the phone, it's it's Andy Warhol in the yeah, like... <laughs> Club. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. don't stop. I get it. 
Everything so is cool. Yeah. Is so classic, man. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> she fucks like a dolphin, too. <laughs> now, we gotta keep, now, now we definitely got to keep watching. I don't know. I don't know if anybody... I, I, I don't want to get too deep into it. I don't know if anybody watches The Walking Dead, but the, the line of Sunday night last night was, your man asked a dude who's recently got his wife pregnant. He says, let me ask you a question. When, you, when you're pouring the Bisquick, are you trying to make pancakes? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, thank you. And on that note, we'll, 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 that note, I'll dribble the ball out of bounds and we'll, we'll go down the corner. <laughs> we still got three minutes left. How do I, what do I do now? Oh, I thought, oh, my bad, my bad. I gave up the two for one. I was going for the two for one. <laughs> oh, God. Let me dribble it out of bounds. Uh, if anybody's actually listening to this, God bless you right now. We're TV right. timeout, TV we've timeout. Gone, we've gone loco. No, uh, this, is, this is funny. And, and you know what? Speaking of Scorsese, we executive produces vinyl. I feel like it would be in good taste for us to mention and congratulate our good, our sh- one of the show's good friends, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo! On his, uh, you know, that's one of my homies. Uh <laughs> Me and Leo, you know, we come from the same crew. Um, shout outs to Leo for winning uh, best uh, best male actor, right? Best actor, and yeah. then he did a, uh, a speech. His speech was about climate change. Nice. Yeah. Then he he got five bras in the trailer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I read some of the dispatches too from Vanity Fair Party. Like they had the dispatches out. So oh, what are the what are the dispatches on Leo? What is he up to? They said they said so. You know, that he goes into the party and they go literally. You know, everybody's just doing their own thing. One you know one person goes to shake his hand, then Aflac goes to shake his hand. He's like before they know it, they go. Everybody's in a corner of the room. Like the entire room just gravitated to like the left corner of the room in the back. And then Leo basically had the entire room like trying to shake his hand in the corner at his like section. Dude. He's like ridiculous. fucking Michael Corleone, bro. <laughs> dude, he was out of control. This guy got you the key to life, man. Here. You gotta walk by and kiss the kiss the ring. Elton John was life, like, yo, man. Elton John's like, yo, throw that motherfucker up. Like he was telling him to keep putting the Oscar in the air or something. And then Leo's getting, he got it. <laughs> He go. He gets it engraved. They said he gets it engraved. That you know, because they do it live after the show, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you do this often? Like he's talking to the chick doing the engraving. You, you, you oh out of control, dude. Now that's a vinyl episode. Yeah. Like, you do this every year? He's like, <laughs> Yo, you doing this? As a matter of fact, this is, this is a small side note. A small side go note. Ahead. I'm gonna send to y'all after you get all this shit. A link of you know they got uh, online. They got a lot of like um, they got a lot of like. B-roll of Charlie Murphy telling the stories about his brother. Right. And he's telling he's telling this old story about like the football player Stingle or whatever, or uh, some 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 um football player that got injured and he he got injured from his from his neck down. And Charlie Murphy basically telling how that dude that mad girl put him at a table in Chicago, and he <laughs> he was just hating on his brother and he say man fuck that motherfucker, but the dude couldn't move right. But Charlie was like. Yo, if he says one more word, I'm going over there. <laughs> I'm flipping his chair and I'm stopping. He was like, if you say one more word, I'm going over there. I'm flipping his chair and I'm stopping his mouth. <laughs> because he, he, he killed. <laughs> 
Yeah, what is going <laughs> on right now? <laughs> Where did that even come from? <laughs> Oh, no, I gotta save the like, video, man. This yeah. I like it, Dre. You try to cross over three guys right there. I like it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll put that. I'll put the video link. In. No, please, I'm gonna send you the link in, in the SoundCloud the description. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, man. Coach, I don't even know if I want to watch the video. I think I just listen to Dre describe. That was amazing. <laughs> the dude said he's gonna stomp his mouth out because nothing else move on him. Like, All right, coach, we need a timeout, coach. Yeah, we need a timeout. Yeah, we we need a timeout. timeout. Third coach. quarter. Over. We're gonna play a song. <laughs> Here's the buzzer, and, and we're gonna play a song. We'll come back and wrap this puppy up.
And we're back. It's the fourth quarter. We've completely gone off the rails. It's a layup line. I'm here with Dre, yeah. Ant, and Six. We spent the first half talking basketball. We talked Steph Curry and the Warriors, and then I forced the guys to talk about Amari and what he said about the Knicks. And then we just ranked on vinyl for the past 12 minutes, and we're back with the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I should start off the fourth quarter by a, uh, a few updates. Um, I'm currently getting ready to shoot the video for the boogie, a video Ooh. for the boogie. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. yeah, so it should be very exciting. And shout-outs to all my Radio Disney people. They spun the boogie 15 times last week. Hey. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So we're just starting to bring the boogie to radio stations, and then we'll shoot the video. And obviously it'll be on ABC for the rest of the NBA season. So, if anybody's listening and you're a fan, what is that sound? What is that sound? <laughs> no, no, that wasn't me, dude. That wasn't me that time. That wasn't me. You don't like boogie updates? No. Um, um, hey, listen, if you hear the song on the radio or you're, uh, you're a fan and you're listening to podcasts right now, feel free to request the boogie to your local radio station. It's especially Go listen. Keep going. And share the music. Share the music. Share the music. It's important. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be, you know, back on the road soon. March 17th, we're doing Lake Havasu, spring break. Ooh, in the streets. That should be fun. And then April 20, what's the date we're doing? 30th. Uh, 30th. April 30th, we'll be performing at Hofstra, awesome. Hofstra University. University in Long Island. And uh, I actually got a, a call maybe this week. I'm going to figure it out. Maybe we can, I'm going to try maybe to schedule some East Coast shows around that. So we'll see if we can do that. Right. So overall, that's pretty good, and uh, other stuff going on. Obviously, six. Uh, yeah, I'm at I'm at the I'm at the comedy store on April first. Yep. Uh, I'm doing the laugh of the laugh of Palooza Funny Fest with Bob Goldwaite, uh, Bob Saget, and a couple other Bobs. And then Car and then Caroline's with Bob Odenkirk. Caroline. There you there you go. I love Bob Odenkirk, but six is a DJ yeah. and he. You're doing Webster Hall every Thursday night. Yeah, every Thursday night, uh, there's a there's been a classic party at Webster Hall going on like five six years now called House Party. Uh, generally, you'll see like Just Blaze, Funk Flex, a uh, couple other DJs as well. Uh, DJ Vashti. Yeah, Vashti. Mellow X. Mellow X. And, six. Uh, uh, six. What's the biggest record in the club right now? I got Broads in Atlanta. <laughs> that pan. That, that panda. panda? Panda, panda, panda. Designer, panda. Panda is by far the hottest thing moving in the clubs right now. Like, yeah. It and uh, obviously, you know, uh, Future is still with his five albums this year. Is yeah. killing, killing everything. Five albums this year. But anyway, I mean, yeah. If you're listening to the podcast and you're in the New York area and you want to come out, you know, hit me up. I'll put you. I'll put you on the list. Uh, we basically. Uh, we have a good time. We got video games set up, so people, we're gonna have a this week. We're gonna have a Street Fighter Five tournament. Just Blaze, wow. Just Blaze oh. is gonna be uh, in the tournament, taking on all competitors. He I'm there he, this week. You, you guys gotta it. get. I heard you guys gotta get Lupe there. Lupe's like the man at Street Fighter, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. He like, yeah, he like beating I mean, the top dude or something. But I know Just is gonna be in the tournament. We're also gonna have a uh, hundred dollars to the grand prize winner. I don't think Just Blaze needs that though. But uh, and we're gonna we're also gonna have a uh, a twerk contest with a cash prize. I'm hearing I'm hearing mur I'm hearing murmurs of a stripper pole backstage. I'm coming. Uh, I'm the, 
We're doing good numbers at the bars. I'll be holding down the wheels most of the night. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Putting so numbers you, on the so board. You, so you're in the uh, the basement part, and you're spending most of the night down there? That's This week, yeah. The, 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 the last two weeks, you know, I just kind of like uh, won't – Warmed it up like a little earlier in the night, but this week they got me. Uh, they got me doing more, more of the heavy lifting. So, so, so as a as a uh, as a club DJ, like, do any of my records work in the club? Yeah, I think so. Which ones do you think? Would the boogie work in a club or not? Yeah, I, 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 I'm talking about you know like us talking about your boogie song, and then us talking about me DJing at Webster Hall already made my gears turn going. I got to I got to fit that in. I got to yeah. fit that in. We got to fit that in. Of course. We got to fit that in. So Well, when I made that record I wasn't necessarily thinking the club. I was thinking like, you know, a, sh- fucking, a show, a live show. A show and like, you know, people dancing that shit at like weddings for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? Fair yeah. enough. Like, you know, I always I thought I figure it as more of like a classic kind of dance. You know, like uh my uncle the electric <clears throat> was, a, was a wedding DJ and I used to carry uh his record crates occasionally when I was a kid. Oh, what are those? <laughs> right. So that's how long ago it was. And, uh, you know, I did it a few times for a couple extra bucks. And, uh, you know, I would just sit there all night after carrying the crates. And um, I just remember watching all those dances. And so I always thought to myself, I should make a – got to make a dance. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah. the, the hustle, the electric slide, you know what I mean? The cha-cha slide, uh all that shit. So that was forever too. That's what I'm saying. But I'm always curious if the boogie, cause like I'm always saying like, yo, let's do some nightclubs. And I don't know if the, the boogie is necessarily a nightclub record. I no, I think I think it could be. I mean, I I I I will I will report back next week. Me and Dre, and if Ant comes too, we'll all report back next week. For sure. I'm definitely there. I'm there. Well, speaking of nightclubs, my record has been playing in Spain, the wildlife, for a few months. And if I have any Spanish fans listening to this podcast, and there there might be because we're, again, a lot of people from Spain listening to my YouTube and SoundCloud channels now and Spotify. Uh, and you would like to hear me sing the wildlife in person. Please go to your – request me anywhere <laughs> because we would love to go to Spain. You can sing it in Portuguese. I think that's that's like the main – Whatever, dude. I'm dying to go to Spain. Like I keep that. telling my managers, I'm like, yo, this record's doing well in Spain. Yeah, Where can I, see, I get – I see bad girls. Just no, like... you got a local club or a local thing you go to. Yo, just let them know. Yo, you got to get out of sight out here because I'll pretty much do it. Yeah. yeah. Need to get my ass to Spain. Spain's amazing. But shout-outs to Spain for supporting the wildlife. For real. Uh, the record's done really well, and all the DJs who've been playing it. And then um, I guess there's been a bunch of uh, – and go see Six Spin, and I'll, I'll come uh, party with you guys in April. I'm going to get in a couple of days before our show in Hofstra, so I have a couple of days to hang out. Cool. So oh, I'll get to check yeah. that out. Yeah. And uh, I guess there's a bunch of new music out. Did you guys check out the new Macklemore album? I did a little I, I bit. just – been listening to a little bit of it. It sounds alright, man. It I listen. Right. I, I listened once through. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. I, I haven't heard yeah, it. I, but I, 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 I really do fuck with that Buckshot record though with KRS One. That's yeah, that record yeah. was tough. Chris was hungry on that. It sounded dope. And speaking uh, of Chris, oh, go ahead, good. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna no, change. I was, no, I was, I was, I was saying about um, 
the album. Like I like the I like that they didn't try to do anything crazy. Like they they kept within what they do, which I like yeah. a lot. So, six, are you gonna keep listening or is it once and done? I mean I can't I can't really make that call. I did I did think it was really good and it's like I mean those guys are just so giant, you know what I mean? Like I can't even like they're they're completely unto themselves. They are doing what no one else in the right. music business is doing. And so Yeah, when you control it, why not? You can do whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I'm not one of those people, like, a lot of the Macklemore detractors like to use the word corny, and I didn't find the album to be corny at all. Right. So there, there's there's two records in particular I think that they're speaking to. It's like there's a Brad Pitt's cousin record, which, right. actually, which actually, I actually thought that was, like, like in Macklemore's funny stuff, I thought that was good. And then there's another song called Dance Off, which I don't think was really for me. But the rest of the project I thought was really solid. And there was a couple of songs I'll have to go back and revisit that I thought were right. extremely strong. It's well put together. The lyrics are on point. There's a couple of times, the first track for sure, even on White Privilege a number of times. And then there's one, there's like one other record where he, he like lyrically, I feel, destroys it. So I don't know if I'm gonna listen to it again or not, yeah. but I can I can give it a solid review. That's that's yeah. music that's music these days in general. Like literally, if you even get a chance to listen to an album straight through, that in itself is like an accomplishment. Because yeah. you could just kind of be like, one song, two songs. Like yeah. I, I I literally tell friends in the music industry about an album, and then I'll watch them preview it on their phone through Spotify. <laughs> And listening to thirty seconds of a song and just be like, yeah, it sounds cool. Like, <laughs> so messed up. That's people, thing, people like the way they digest music now is it's crazy. Like, I don't yeah, know. I mean, and the one thing about like the streaming and everything that you know, obviously, we feel like it detracts from <laughs> album sales. But like, with the streaming, which is interesting, is like I've gotten to revisit older albums that I owned once upon a time. And what's cool about yeah. streaming is, is that. Even though it's such a small revenue, and eventually it's gonna get, they're gonna divvy up that pie better and yeah, better. Yeah, it's gonna get bigger. It's gonna allow catalog artists to continue to make money. Think about it. I, yeah. I, I could go in my CD case somewhere and find Commons Resurrection and play it, or rip it in my iPod, and he'll get zero money from that. Whereas right. I just nah, listen to Resurrection, and it's a couple of pennies. You know, like if I. If a you know a, an older artist goes on a podcast instead of right. them saying yo go to iTunes and buy my album go yeah. play it on Spotify I'll get a couple pe well I'll get a couple pennies of a penny on it but I don't know it's just something I thought about like well, what do you think about uh, what I hate is all the new I don't I just don't like the I don't like the what what Kanye does the exclusive shit where you where you basically is. You're basically taking the right from the fans to be able to listen to. Them oh no, the that's just want. that's like, just gonna it's gonna turn into like it's basically going to turn into a, into these companies trying to show who has a bigger dick. It's yeah, like, and I don't. That's, that's all it's gonna be because now because like, now it's like oh, title pay Kanye this amount. Well, Apple's gonna pay Drake this amount to keep it, and it's just gonna keep. Yeah, it, it's gonna spiral out of control if it. Ma, if, but that's retarded yeah. to me. Like, why would you? Want to make your music available to where, however, people can get music. Why would you 
Right, it's that's the thing I don't get about Kanye. Right, and he talks about how uh, how he's such an artist and he does it for the art, whereas yeah, exactly. Exactly. you just completely commoditize your product by not making it available somewhere. I mean, it's the same thing with the Yeezys. Like everybody's like, "Oh, Yeezy just four hundred fifty dollars, dog." You know that not, you know that Adidas could make yeah, but that's Yeezys different. But that's, but that's different. Cost. That's a sneaker. That's an actual no, product. We're talking about sneaker, art. We're no, talking about music. No, but but no, but music is a product. And it is sold like sneakers these days. And the, the the thing about that is you could buy a pair of sneakers for fucking fifteen dollars now. So why can't like sneakers don't cost that much to make? So what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like there's no reason why me, the average fan, should have to pay five hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers or pay exclusive rights to a title. Why shouldn't I be able to get it when I want it if I like it? Would you make it that difficult for your fans to get your music on you? Like, would you be like, oh, oh the I, album is six hundred dollars? You know what it is? Is that like, it's all corporate tie-ins, and obviously, I think um, he's just boys with Jay, so yeah. he's he's lining up with him, and then there's a certain amount of money that'll be guaranteed guaranteed to him, and then maybe he has some stock in the company, this, that, and the other. <laughs> but I don't know if it's gonna be. There's only a certain amount of artists that can even have the kind of influence to do this do game. That. But but I agree with you. I, I think it's. You know, it's a disservice to the artist to not have their music on all types of mediums. So, Kanye's album, to me, I don't know where it ended up on the charts, just any other. I haven't been following, but I guarantee you, not as many people have listened a to it. A lot of people because... say they can't hear it. They don't have yeah. title. And what if they, ha they so, have another five streaming service? They don't want to get yeah. titles if they don't want out. So, I mean, off the bat, I mean... There you go. I mean, that's all, you know what I mean? So I mean, I, I just don't think it's fair to an, an audience to do that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think, if I'm an artist, I want everybody to be able to hear the music. I don't want to make it so exclusive. And then Kanye is on the mic like, I'm for the people. I mean, I do this for y'all. Like, right. you no, know you don't. You do it, you do it I mean, for the it's a, yo, line. Dre, it's a new so paradigm, you, though, man. That's you had funny. to subscribe to Title and pay 20 bucks or just subscribe? No, nah, nah, you got to subscribe to Title, which is like 20 yeah. bucks. Well, I mean, people. Yeah, I've actually heard a lot of people. Like a few people tell me I had I signed up because I needed it so bad. Like I actually ran into a few like 22, 23 year old kids. They were like, I signed well, why up. Why should man. you have to do that? I'm sure they got a lot more subscribers from Kanye. Yeah, no, hey, it was a huge boost, something they, like that. Uh, report reports are that they doubled their subscriptions. So a hundred percent growth in the span of a week. David Lee yeah. double double. Yeah, and now Samsung gonna buy it. So uh, they, yeah, they, well. Yeah, now it's the perfect time to sell, right? Exactly. Exactly. Now Samsung gonna give Jada probably a bigger deal than Apple gave Dre. You so know? wait, maybe maybe Title then pulls an American Century and decides to not sell the pirates. <laughs> what nah, those are Sorry, we won't all that. We won't. Wait, hey, you know what though? You're talking about a guy who's been publicly demanding money. So maybe Jay, you know, was like Kanye, do this with me. Then they sell title to Samsung for a big buyout, and Kanye gets a piece, and he's up yeah. and running. I mean, you always, get a piece always. of that. I mean, yeah. Jesus. I mean, I mean this has been the best promo. This has been the best promo for title like ever. This yeah. last stretch, you know, think Me about that. Meanwhile, pictures pictures have surfaced today of uh, Kanye playing Pat and Cuddy in the studio recording the next album already. Yeah, and have the fans can't hear the the first album. <laughs> the man still can't hear the album. Everybody's like, yo, I haven't heard the album yet. I don't have title. Anybody got title? Like, 
Yeah, this has been a, this has been a, probably the weirdest release ever. Ever, I mean, even there's no release. I don't, even, I don't even know what's going on. I, I I haven't even bothered really listening. The new to album is Turbo X Six Turbo Graphic Sixteen. Okay, okay, I'm done. That won't be the title. <laughs> that won't be the title. That definitely won't be the title. That won't be the title. It'll be. Pat, what up? What's Batman? I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, that's amazingly the fourth quarter. We we Any fought final thoughts? It. Any final thoughts? I mean, I got a breaking news. Anthony Bennett, former number one pick, making a comeback. Probably gonna go to the Suns. Really? Maybe I'll get some. Burn. Anthony Bennett fan. <laughs> Nah, you know, it's all jokes, man. I'm throwing I'm not being dead serious. All I want to know, all I want to know is why won't Kurt Ram is playing Jimmer for that? Oh man. Oh, I saw, man. I saw, Rambus I saw, is done. Cause you know why? Because he doesn't want to create a situation <laughs> where no right they where Jimmer Mania. They don't want Jimmer Mania because the team won't be behind it. That's right. That's well, what I'm now saying. they don't have no other choice. That's they might what as well saying. play whatever. That's what I'm saying. You gotta get mellow the fuck out of here. Freaking <laughs> Jimmer. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna edit that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got too many corporate tie-ins in the oh, NBA. Yeah, we got a lot of tie-ins, but so take this out too. A lot Tell of Kurt corporate tie-ins in the NBA. Tell Kurt to stay off that Twitter though. Too. All right, all right. I got tie-ins, so cut that out too. Well. <laughs> No, this has been another good. episode of the Layup Line. Um, you. you can subscribe on iTunes or listen via SoundCloud. You, um, I will provide the link for both. So it's yeah. everywhere. It's everywhere and then some. So thank you guys all for listening. Any uh and uh, that's really it. We'll uh we're running <laughs> over time anyway. And I gotta I gotta edit this thing. So without further ado, Aunt Brent. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Dre Vaughn. I'm like Curry on the shot right now, man. Okay. And six and six men. Substitute the olive oil from the chicken broth. Woo, boss. Oh, by the way, Action Bronson uh, is now has fucked that's delicious on Viceland. He just yeah, watched this episode. It was awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, great what channel show. Channel is Viceland. I don't know. It used to be History Two. Now it's Viceland. Starting tomorrow. <laughs> well, is it? It's what also it's also online too. So it's on Oxygen Six. It'll be on. <laughs> ESPN Eight. The Ocho. <laughs> All right. Two. Bye. Did it ever occur to you that I'm Lisa? All the people they told you to stay away Yeah.
Oh 